Welcome to the hate. Okay. Ha. Uh, happy hour. Episode 79-ish. How are you guys doing? Um, did you have a good Memorial Day weekend? Um, what is Memorial Day exactly? Something, something to do with the vets. Uh, Memorial Day is a federal holiday that commemorates... And mourns, oh, mourns. Didn't see a lot of mourning uh, over Memorial Day weekend. I don't know about about you folks. Saw a lot of, a lot of fishing. Saw a lot of, a lot of crabs. But uh, a lot of drinking. I didn't see much mourning, though. Uh, did we have Memorial? I don't think we should have Memorial Day this year. We already have Veterans Day, right? And I don't want to disparage the vets, but are you guys getting maybe a little greedy on the on the holidays there? You get two, you get two holidays every every year, every year, even the years that you lose a war. Um, ah, uh, you know I love you, vets. You know I love you. Uh, what is it about vets that you know you would think? The free thinkers would not be military people, but like vets I've met, maybe it's a self-selected group, but they, they, uh, I don't know what the word is. I'm just going to stick with free thinkers. Yeah, but I, growing up, I would have assumed that the, the, the free thinker, they'd be, they'd be over, uh, outside, uh, I don't know, making paintings, um, starting businesses, smoking crack, doing things outside of the military, you know, not... I wouldn't think Mavericks would, would want to go into the military. You would think the robots, I do what I'm told, they would love the military. Turns out, not necessarily true. What am I going to do? What am I going to do with my preconceived notions now? Not change them in light of evidence? What? That sounds like extremism. Uh, but I hope I had a good Memorial Day. Um, and shout out to the dead. Um... To the dead vets out there. All you dead vets with your disembodied souls seeing the 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 uh, ridiculousness of of life, you know, realizing you were lied to about the war you died in, but ultimately laughing it off because you're a celestial spirit at this point. Do you do you really hold grudges over there in the meat life? Turns out Old rich cunts lie about things and go send young cunts to get violently killed. And it's been like that forever and will be like that forever. Um, but the good news is you're up in heaven or whatever the fuck you believe in. Um, maybe you're down in heck, huh? Hanging down there in the heck, chilling with the, I guess you don't chill. You don't chill in hell, do you? You do quite the opposite in hell, I believe. Um, I don't know. Lost a goddamn war since I talked to you last. Has it been three weeks? Has it already? Longest break I've ever taken on this pod. Um, doing some moving. Transition stuff. Moving from the Big Apple. Hoboken. Moving from the Big Apple to uh, the Philadelphia. The city of brotherly... We don't require proof of vaccination to go into our bars. Love. 
I think that's their new their new slogan. Not New York though. Can't walk into New York without your papers. Right? Hey, where's your paper? Did you get the proper medical care from our oh so trustworthy rulers? You you did? Well, get the fuck get the fuck outside. So New York uh you know, here's the thing. They, you, they don't just require the vaccination. They require proof of the vaccination. Right? So let's say you're one of these fellas. You believe so strongly in the vaccine, you wanted to get it first. You know? You're an early adopter, let's say. You say to yourself in January, maybe even when Trump was still president. Right? I like how we forget... We forgot that we had the vaccine during Trump's. We just, like, delayed it because we couldn't trust Trump, I guess. Remember that? It's kind of weird. Uh, hey, to all of you who died during that time period because you weren't vaccinated, uh, sorry, sorry, our bad. Could could have rolled it out earlier, but, uh, you know, orange man shit, you know. But, um, but let's say you were an early adopter and you want to get that shit in quick. What if, you, let's say you had a like a younger sibling, like, hey, pay her some money under the table. Hey, give me the jab under the table. No paperwork, right? You can't you can't go in a comedy club in New York, but hey, hey, uh, I got the, I am vaccinated, but uh, I don't got the paperwork on account of, I, I pay the lady on the sly to get that shit in early. That's how much of a true believer I am of the science. The science. How? There's just so much bullshit just to... It's not even... It's so funny, it's not funny. Trust the science. What the fuck is the science? Trust science. I get Trust the science. Well, what's my point? So I'm in Philadelphia. I was moving. And then the holiday said, I'm going to take a little summer vacation before I get back to work. Get back to reality. As we know it. So I did a little... Um, I was in Delaware for a bit. Doing some fishing. And some crabbing. At uh, at a beach, man. Delaware's got some nice beaches. Don't believe the hype. I know all the hype out there. All the illest DJs are all talking about how Delaware's beaches are trash. Yeah, you've all heard the hype. Um... No, no. Delaware's got some nice beaches, but they got some, uh, you know, some some brackish water in the bays there in the Indian River Bay. Um, this is, by the way, not in India. This is in Delaware. I I cannot stress that enough. But what was my? I did a little paddle boarding. Couldn't catch shit though on the fishing front. Couldn't. Nobody could. It was too windy or some shit. Or all the fish are dead. I don't know what happened. All the fish got the vid. But uh, I did catch a horseshoe crab with my with my fishing rod out on a pier there on Holt Point, Holt Point State Park, for all you map aficionados going out there on the pier there. Cast my fucking uh, what was I fish bait? I don't know if you know what fish fish bites are, but they're artificial lure. They look like uh, gum, bubble gum. It's pretty easy. Just put it on a fucking hook, get a sinker, cast it out, and. Uh, you're halfway to heaven. And I, I fucking caught a, not a fish, but a horseshoe crab. 
And now you might be hearing crab, think to yourself, that sounds pretty good. Crab? But this is not a fucking crab. Not by any stretch of the imagination. The horseshoe crab might be the ugliest animal that God ever designed. It's hard. Well, it's easy to describe. I'll describe it to you. Imagine a stingray. Okay, so, okay, you got a stingray. But just the tail, like a rat tail. But instead of a nice, flat, you know, fishy body, it had just like a helmet. Or nay, like a June bug, a cockroach. Same color. It's a giant fucking, like the size of a football helmet with a rat tail and a beetle shell. Imagine that. And that's the good side. Like you're catching, you're catching the crab on the good side. But you flip that fucking thing over, it's like a fucking James Cameron nightmare. Alien ain't got shit on a horseshoe crab. In fact, I think that's where he got the idea. And he toned it down a bit for the theater. They don't want children to leave the theater. It's like a fucking predator slash alien. The other side, there's all these little fucking cockroach arms and this weird big bug mouth chewing on your fucking bait. It's horrible. It's a horrible fucking disgusting animal. And the color is of a cockroach. It's like that brown. Nothing about it is attractive except for the name crab. They should call it a horseshoe sea roach. There we go. A horseshoe sea roach. Just sea roach. That's the fuck it is. So I, I threw that fucking monster back from whence it came. And then continue to sit there and do nothing. It's basically what you do when you fish. You don't catch anything. You're just doing nothing. Here's the thing about doing nothing. I think we need to do more nothing. Of the things we should all be doing more of, top of the list, nothing. How can you do nothing, you might ask? Well, just don't do anything. Um, just don't do anything. Everybody's got to do something now. What the fuck? Just don't. Why got to do something? Oh, no. It's quiet. Let me put on a pot. That's what you're doing right now, right? You could be doing nothing. But no, you need the voice of some other human even one as retarded as mine to fill the void. I just, just go do nothing. <clears throat> so that's what I did. That's what I done did. I did nothing. Meanwhile, I had a crab pot. Now these are blue crab. Now that's a fucking crab. Blue crab is a pretty crab. It's a crab you imagine when you think of a, I don't know, like a decal on a restaurant. And they light up a crab let you know in case you're illiterate that they they have seafood and crabs those kind of crabs with their beautiful blue claws right so how do you catch these fucking things it's easy you get a crab pot just a wire kick trap you fill it with some chicken necks and you dip it down and you do nothing and then you come back and you pull the cage trap up and you see some fucking crabs. And then you take the crabs and you steam them. And uh, I, think, I, think you know, I think you know what to do with, with it from there. You crack the shells. You get the meat. Right? Anyway, that's why. Well, that's what I've been doing. But now it's back to work. Back to work, man. Back to work. 
Speaking of work, you're going to have to get the vaccination where you are, huh? Are you a federal employee? Do you have a contract with the federal government? If so, uh, there are hundreds of millions of you, apparently. There are, there are a lot of motherfuckers that work for the federal government and who have government contracts, apparently. Um, and also, if your employer has more than 100 employees, you got to get the fucking vaccination, bruh. Or get tested every week uh, for this fucking thing. Uh, well, this narrative is, uh, is, is, is shaky, isn't it? Isn't it now? Collective, the collective awakening last couple weeks, it's, uh, getting harder to, to ignore. Here's where it started, I think. The, the, the straw that is breaking the camel's back, I think, may have been the anti-ivermectin smear propaganda campaign. That they, they overshot. They overplayed their hand and it backfired. As far as I can tell. Remember Ivermectin? Oh, you remember Ivermectin? Shit. It's been 40 fucking years, man. It's been revolutionizing antiviral, anti-fungus, anti-parasitic treatment. Particularly in the developing world. You all know it. It's this generation's fucking penicillin, right? The, the inventor won the Nobel Prize, right? And it's, it's, it's a non-controversial drug with many uses. Um, and uh, it's fucking doctors. Doctors I know tell me it's a prophylactic. Yeah, we use it as a prophylactic. Here, look at this. Here's our, here's our list. Shows me the fucking list. Top of the list, ivermectin, vitamin D3, zinc, vitamin C. They say melatonin for sleep. He's, yeah, that's what's, what we fucking do in a Vera fucking hospital shit or whatever. I'm like, okay, it's not controversial. He's like, no, of course it's not controversial. It's fucking ivermectin, man. This was January, right? This was January. And I was going crazy. I'm like, why isn't everybody talking about this? And the doctor's like, well, well, there's reason. Why. But flash forward, the cat got out of the bag, right? Especially with India. I think India and Mexico really prove that uh, this shit works, not only as a prophylactic, but as a treatment. Because right? when people want to discredit a given treatment, they'll say, well, there the, the, the hasn't been any peer-reviewed studies, and the, this and that. And studies are good. Peer-reviewed studies are good, assuming they're not corrupt, assuming they're real. That's, that's good. But remember the purpose of studies is to predict what will happen in the real world, right? Because you have to take you know, certain sacrifices with a study. The sample size is going to be a lot smaller than it would be in the real world. But nonetheless, we can draw some conclusions and some pretty accurate predictions about how this might apply in the real world. Well, in the case of ivermectin, <laughs> India, I don't know if you know, but India's a pretty big country. Like <laughs> It's like a quarter of the world uh, lives in India. It's a big fucking country. And so ivermectin was put to real-world use, and there's plenty of real-world data, okay? Again, real-world data supersedes uh, research. Research is to predict real-world. We already have the real-world data, and the real-world data is unequivocal. Ivermectin dramatically, uh, what, what's the word they use, uh, better outcomes, whatever the fuck the, the official jargon is. But the point is, it's not controversial whatsoever in the free-thinking world, in the educated world, in the medical community. Ivermectin has been around for a long fucking time, okay? The number of lives it's saved from river blindness alone probably would have warranted the Nobel Peace Prize.
right? But in the West, particularly, particularly can't speak the United States, there's this propaganda war against ivermectin that at first was just ignoring it. And then it was censoring doctors and scientists who brought it up on YouTube. So we were treated to the spectacle of non-scientists, i.e. technocrats, censoring scientists under the guise of fighting for science. It's just, it's surreal. You couldn't make it up. Although Huxley tried his damnedest. So at first it was ignored, then it was suppressed. And what happened about two weeks ago, ivermectin was hitting such a critical mass they went on the offensive, and the route they took was to con- try to convince the quarter chards out there that it's horse dewormer. And it is used as horse dewormer, definitely. But it's one of many applications. And the propaganda campaign that was so, it was, it was everywhere. It was ubiquitous, CNN. Fox News, MSNBC, New York Times, everybody, every legacy media having a field day with ridiculing horse dewormer and those who would take it to protect themselves from COVID. Not using the word ivermectin. Now, what, I mean, horse dewormer sounds silly. It's like of all the applications it's used for, which one sounds the, the dumbest? Horse dewormer. You know, horse is, is funny. Horses are funny. Horse shit. Dewormer. It's a gross word, right? Dewormer. Anytime you use the word worm as a verb, you got yourself a poetic, visceral word. Now, propagandists know this. Remember, these, these people are studied in the art of linguistic manipulation and how to mold the public mind, right? Writers, that's why writers are, uh, are generally... Uh, the first to spot propaganda because we deal in the same fucking dark art. It's how do you construct words for effect? Now, if you're dedicated to truth, you might call yourself a journalist or or a, what a, we used to have those. But if you're not, you're a fucking public relations whore. Not necessarily a whore, you know. Maybe you do it for free. You can do pro bono work. But there's an art to it, and part of me. As a poet, you know, I kind of consider myself something of a poet. Uh, The word horse dewormer is such a fucking poetic turn of phrase that it was such good fodder for for the the least bright among us to to uh, to run with as a as a a word of ridicule. He takes horse dewormer. Well, anyway, long story short, this backfired because it revealed that there was a an agenda, an anti scientific agenda to discredit effective uh, modes of treatment that, oh, also, by the way, side effects, very minimal, very minimal. So it has longer duration of use than the vaccine. So it has more, it has a a track record of real-world application. It has uh, fewer side effects than the vaccine. And it appears with each passing day that uh, more likely that it is more effective at treating than the vaccine, but it's a generic drug. It's not patentable. Um, that's the most charitable explanation that it's mere profit motive and rent seeking that's leading to this uh, bizarre parado- paradigm where, I mean, come on. This vaccine, this, God, 
the so-called vaccine, at this point, if you've, if you've taken it, um, if you're dumb enough to have taken this thing, to put your blind faith in known, known liars, criminal syndicates, largest criminal fine in human history was levied against who? Pfizer? I know Marxists that got vaccinated. Marxists. Their entire ideology is built upon the presupposition that there are corrupt, lying oligarchs that run our corporations, including our drug companies, that have a vested interest in lying, destroying lives to up their profit. And they, they fucking took it still. If you're that fucking dumb, you shouldn't be able to vote. Sorry. If you're that credulous, you have proven yourself to be incapable of self-governance. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What to tell you? <laughs> I think, I think, I'm going to take it. And so we have this mandate now. That's why all these mandates are going to get shoehorned in real quick. Because the awakening is happening fast. And these vaccination mandates are the, you know, the, the last resort to ensure God knows what. I hope it's just a money-making. I hope it's just a big cash grab. Right? And now you got to get the booster. The, <laughs> these fuckers have been caught lying every step of the way. Every step of the way, they lie. They lied. They lied about the origins of the, the fucking virus. They lied about how dangerous and how deadly the virus was going to be. Lied about masks. Lied about gain-of-function research. Every fucking thing has been lie after lie after lie after lie. And now the media is being revealed to be uh, incompetent propagandists. Here they come to snuff the booster, yeah! So uh, we're going to take the fucking booster, we're going to get a shot every eight months from here on out. Women are bleeding out of their vagina for six weeks in a row, taking one shot, and we're going to get this shit taken uh, every eight months. Uh Less time it takes to birth a child. We're gonna every eight months, just you know, you know, just uh, put a little bit more uh, nanoparticles there that uh, you know tell your cells to grow a cytotoxic spike protein. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Just every eight months. No, no, okay, only the first five years. By twenty twenty six, we'll be in the clear. So, yeah, good luck with that. You fucking morons. Do you ever step back and just say to yourself, wait, what are we doing? What are we being asked to believe? Have these people lied before? What? Who benefits? Or, or what? Every government agency is corrupt except the FDA? Regulatory capture isn't a thing in the medical establishment? I missed that fucking news bulletin. They've been regulatory captured for 40 fuck years. They come to snuff the booster. Yeah, yeah. You ain't ever ever gonna die. I'm being censored. See. Biden say 
gotta get a shot as I check my big crab pot. Got no virus, but gotta get a jab. Gotta do what they say I can. Hey, they come to stuff the booster. Work. I gotta go to work. 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 Work goes to me. Work goes to me. Speaking of work, you know who needs more, more work, um, or more publicity? Excuse me. Tuberculosis. Am I saying tuberculosis correctly? Man, they need a better publicist. Whoever tuberculosis is, uh, got got hired there. Take this. According to the World Health Organization, tuberculosis kills a hundred, um, one and a half million people uh, every year worldwide. It is one of the top 10 overall causes of death. And the leading cause from a single infectious agent. So it's like number one uh, as far as infectious diseases. It's spread by, uh, spread from person to person through the air. And when people with lung TB cough, sneeze, or spit, they propel the TB germs into the air, it says. A person needs to inhale only a few of these germs to become infected. And yet, I don't know about you, I see way more news coverage of COVID and coronavirus than I do tuberculosis. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out why. Now, it could be that we've just priced in, (laughs) we've just priced in tuberculosis, so the deaths are like, well, that's just how it goes. But that doesn't make any sense because it says here that it's 100% curable and preventable, tuberculosis. So these deaths are unnecessary, all of them. All one and a half million annual deaths. Okay? That's, that's, that's crazy. And I figure, well, it must be killing the super old then, or something's got to, there's got to be something to account for why we don't give a fuck about TB. Because they kill, it it turns out it kills children disproportionately. This is like the true, it's like a movie where we're all worried about one villain, uh, thinking he's the ultimate villain. You know, he's a villain, but behind the scenes, there's this, you know, this really bland, we see him every day, hear from him every day, take him for granted. Turns out that's the real serial murderer. Right? But you hear tuberculosis, you're like, yeah, I've heard that word before. Because COVID's going on year three, right? Winter, 1920, when it reared its ugly head. Last winter, 2021. And now we're going into the fall. We'll get into 2022 here. So this will be the third uh, season of the coronavirus. And it looks like it's, it's not even going to surpass TB's numbers in that same span. And keep in mind, TB's putting up Consistent numbers for centuries. Preventable deaths of children. Children. It's the real monster, man. TB is... COVID's got nothing on TB. There's got to be an explanation, though. And here's what it could be. Here's what I really think it could be. Turns out 87% of the cases are in just eight countries. We're talking India, 
Indonesia, China, Philippines, Pakistan, Nigeria, Bangladesh, and South Africa. Now, I don't want to sound like Mr. Woke here, but it might be possible, if it's not the bad publicist, it could be that people in the world just don't care that much about African and Asian children dying. I hate to sound cynical, but that appears to be the case based on all available evidence, right? It's even grosser. So if, if there's a hundred, there's one and a half million people dying and they're mostly kids in specific locations, how is this not a crisis that we had, have addressed, that we addressed a hundred years ago, let alone 2021? You need a better publicist, TB. I don't know what else to make of it. You know, these old... 84-year-old whiteies dying in nursing homes. That's a tragedy, you know. But four-year-old children dying in developing countries, well, they're poor, so do their lives really count? Does a, if a poor child dies in a forest and there's no camera around to record it, did it really matter? I don't know. So there's a few possibilities, okay, that we went over. A, it's just racism, ethnocentricity. We don't give a fuck. It's killing brown, black, and yellow people. Uh, two, maybe we just hate children, I guess. Maybe it's just self-interest. Oh, fuck them, they're kids. Three, it could be that we've priced in these deaths already, which, again, doesn't make sense because they are preventable. And the fourth explanation is that perhaps there's some agenda that the coronavirus is meant to put forward and the disproportionate media coverage and the sensationalist fear-mongering has something to do with that agenda and isn't uh, tethered at all to reality as far as proportionality. I should say proportionality. I don't know. What is your theory as a thinking human? What do you think? Why don't you email me uh, your thoughts at mp at heyokayhahappyhour.com. And, uh, I don't know, why not? Give me a fucking email. I, I don't email anybody, so I, I, mean, I shouldn't act surprised that nobody emails me. Because there's easier ways. But, um, whatever, I'm going to cut this one short. What the fuck did we cover? Too much shit to recap. Doesn't matter. I'll talk to you, I'll jabba at you next week. Till then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.